Welcome to episode 44 of the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. Yes, the podcast that puts the P in punk. That's me, that's this podcast. The I Want to Party with Bob Podcast. Yep, welcome. In this episode, we are getting punk as fuck with our friends in one of San Diego's finest punk rock bands, Say Vende. Yes, Say Vende, Say Vende. This episode has been a long time coming. It really has. Let's go back in time a little bit to when I first heard of Say Vende. I've been hearing about Say Vende for a pretty long time. I mean, maybe the last two or three years. Saw the name, saw they were playing around, didn't really pay too much attention to them or listen to them until fairly recently, until summertime of 2019. This is what happened. I interviewed Western Settings and Will from Western Settings was giving me some recommendations on some bands that I maybe would want to talk to or should talk to, that kind of thing. And Say Vende came up. Will said, talk to those guys and Say Vende. They will have some fucking gnarly stories to tell you for sure. And I'm totally paraphrasing. I, By the way, I, Will probably doesn't say gnarly. I, I don't think. Maybe he does. I don't know. I don't know Will well enough to know if he says the word gnarly or not. Will, you know, chime in. Let me know here. So... I started listening to Say Vende's music after that to kind of get an idea of what they were all about. And at first I thought, okay, this is good. I like it. You know, kind of like snotty punk, like really good, really good. Yeah, it's all right. I put the thought of talking to them on a Bobcast kind of in the back of my mind. I did really like the music for sure. But at that time, back in summer 2019, I was just kind of getting stuff started I had a bunch of ideas for things I wanted to do, so I did pretty much put any kind of Save Vende interview or Bobcast thing on the back burner for now. Now, Fest 18 rolls around in fall of 2019. I saw Save Vende was playing, and I had just bought a portable recorder, like a really nice little portable recorder, to take to Fest to talk to some of the bands that I was really into and really liked. And Save Vende came, I go, oh shit, well... Why don't I talk to them there, at least do like a little mini interview kind of thing. It'd be a great opportunity, right? Yeah, and it was. I talked to Johnny and Colin at Fest 18, and it was a fucking rad talk we had. I really hit it off with those guys. They had a lot of really cool stuff to say, very easy to talk to. And also, Johnny had a gnarly ghost story, right? Because I was asking everybody, what do you think about ghosts? Have you ever had any experiences, paranormal stuff? Do you believe in that stuff? You know, just to get a general consensus, and that also kind of fits my MO, right? Yeah, it does. It does. But that ghost story from Johnny is what led to the very first Bobcast kind of ghost hunt episode. Ah, very good. And that ghost hunt with Save Vende and company was fucking great. It was rat. Really, it was scary, and it was sketchy, but it was fun. It was great. Really great. That ghost hunt, that was the first time I really spent any kind of significant time with Save Vende. And I had a really, really good time hanging out with Save Vende. Also, Johnny's wife, Bree, was there. And uh, Johnny's wife's sister, Chloe, was with us, too. They're all great people. Like, got along really great. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. They were great people to go on a ghost hunt with, for sure. Now, the week after that ghost hunt, Johnny, Colin, and Odo all came over to my little studio. And we talked for a while. That's what this episode is. That's a talk we had about a week after we did that ghost hunt. This is back in January. I'm recording this. It's like late March, okay? But let me tell you, that talk that we had with Johnny, Colin, and Ono, I love talking to those guys. Even after the interview, we hung out and talked for like another hour. The interview was like a little over an hour and a half. I did cut it down a little bit, but I love talking to those guys. They have some great stories. 
Really cool dudes. Really, really cool people. Now, let's talk about the music. That song at the beginning, that song is called Colin's Hard Hard Time. That is mentioned in the interview, and it's a pretty funny story. You'll get that story. Be patient. Save and Day, they are a band you might just write them off as like kind of a snotty, bratty-sounding punk band on first listen. I think there's a lot more to them than that because I've been listening to them a lot lately. For the last like six months or so, I really have been listening to them quite a bit. Listen very carefully to their songs. Save and Day kind of has the best of a couple of different worlds for me. They got that punk rock thing. They got it down for sure. Kind of that in your face, blah, kind of thing. It rat, great. Plus, Savendi also has that unique San Diego characteristic, that kind of good, weird sounding thing that, that seems like only bands from San Diego can actually pull off. There are not many places in the world that have such a grouping of bands that all have a kind of similar sound. San Diego's weirdness is kind of its trademark to me, to me for sure. But Save Andy has that. It's thrown into their songs. It's like a fucking sucker punch. You know, you're sitting there like, yeah, it's cool, punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And then, whoa, what the fuck are they doing? Oh, oh, fuck yeah, this is great. That's how they are for me. They're fairly complex. They're kind of all over the place in some ways, in the right ways. I think that's the key thing here. Save Vende, the way they write their songs and do their songs, they pull this shit off in the best way possible. I love them for it. It's fucking goddamn it. It's really, really good. I love them. How many times have I said I love them so far in this episode? Hmm. Yeah, probably a few. That's good. I do, because I really do love Save and Day. So you judge for yourself. Besides that very first song, we are also going to be hearing four more Save and Day songs through the episode. They are fairly short songs, so I did jam kind of a bunch in here. Plus, I really wanted to play a lot of their music. I really like their music, so I want to share it with you. There you go. After this intro and some words from our friends at 3110 Printing, which, by the way, that's Johnny and Colin of Savende's screen printing business, I'm going to play the song Bike Tired. Then after the song Bike Tired, the actual interview kicks in. After some words from our friends at Sticker Junkie, I'll play another Savende song called Positivity 101. Then on to part two of the interview, directly after the interview, I'll play the song Edith Jean, which is Probably my favorite Save Any song, or one of them, actually. Then we'll come back, I'll say a few words, and then the fucking most epic Save Any song. I think I love this song, I Need Money. That'll be the last, last song coming up. That is a lot of songs. Hopefully you're going to get a good earful of Save Any and appreciate them as much as I do. All that being said, let's get to the important stuff. Yes, the beer of episode 44. Uh, sadly, there really isn't a beer of the episode other than this Brogel. Brogel. I don't know what. I got it at uh, Aldi. Yeah, Brogel. It's a Bach beer. Original dark lager Bach beer. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to waste time talking about it. It's pretty good. I mean, it's okay. But God damn it, it is no Plan 9 beer. Uh, I wish I had some Plan 9 beer right now, and I do not. Well, you probably have an idea of what's going on with the outside world right now. Shit is gnarly. It's a bad situation that we're in for sure. I wish it wasn't so. Here we are. You know, I mean, I have to deal with it just like everybody else for sure. And if that's the least of my inconveniences, well, that's not too bad. I really do want to plan nine beer right now, though. I really do. Uh, they are open for business. I do want to say that plan nine is open for business. They are only doing growler fills and food pickup. No dine in, no drink in. You can go down there, get your growler filled. 
pick up food to go. They have great, great fucking food. They really, really do. Sadly, I didn't have time over the last week to get out there to do that. I'm going to try and do that this coming week for sure because I do, I feel out of fucking, honestly, like <laughs> I feel totally, totally out of place without having a Plan 9 beer while I'm podcasting. Yeah, that's funny, isn't it? I've been working with these guys since like November of 2019. And every episode, I've always had a Plan 9 beer, except for maybe one. That another time when I couldn't make it out there for whatever reason, I kind of feel adrift without it. Well, I mean, I'm making do, for sure. Plan 9 is open for business, though. Wanted to say that. Get out there, support them if you can, and other businesses like them, for sure. It's really important in these rough times. These times are especially rough for small, independent businesses, my favorite kind of businesses. Check out the menu on Plan 9's website at www.plan9alehouse.com. Then you can call an order in 760-489-8817. Go down to Plan 9, stock up on beer with Growler Fills. Plan 9's address is 155 East Grand Avenue in downtown Escondido, California. This is a new world we're living in right now, and it's going to be weird for probably a really, really long time. Businesses like Plan 9 are still here and working to bring you the best beer and food in town. Please, please support them if you can. That's all I really want to say. Here's a few words about 3110 printing, then the Savende song, Bike Tired, Stay Tuned. In this ad for my friends at 3110 Printing, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to provide my own testimony to the quality of the work put out by 3110 Printing. I recently had I Want to Party with Bob shirts made by 3110 Printing, and let me tell you, these shirts came out so, so incredibly good. The main image on my shirt is that of my face, a photograph of my face. Now, I don't know the magic involved in screen printing, but damn, that shirt looks so perfectly like the photograph I provided to 3110 Printing. It's truly incredible. I'm so happy with the end result of these shirts. I truly am. Now, did you know 3110 Printing also does design work? Yes, if you need a logo design for your business, your company, or whatever, 3110 Printing can help. 3110 Printing can design and print t-shirts for whatever venture you have. How about that? Talk about full service. 3110 Printing doesn't only do t-shirts, no. They can also print hoodies, can koozies, and vinyl record jackets. 3110 Printing can do so much with such a high level of quality, you'd be crazy to use anyone other than 3110 Printing for all of your screen printing needs. Contact 3110 Printing on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for 3110 Printing. Now spell it out, 3110 Printing, all words, not numbers. Or call or text 3110 Printing at 
Welcome to the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast, talking to Savende. Hello, Savende. Hi. Hi. Can I get some introductions from you guys? Uh, I'm Colin. My name is Johnny Cuz, or as Ono calls me, Primo. Oh, Primo, yeah. Uncle Johnny. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, good. His uh, little kid was all. Yeah. Primo. Yeah, my door. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, my name's Ono. I play drums. Cool. What do you do, Colin? What uh, do you do? Bass. Bass and sing, right? And sing. And then Johnny, guitar and sing. Guitar and sing, yeah. Cool. All right, before we get to the interview itself, we talked a little bit before we started recording about the trivia thing. So, Mm. it's going to be like a game show format, okay? You guys all have your own buttons. Um, Collins is kind of... Would you say that's pink? I'm colorblind. It's magenta. Magenta. Okay, very good. Okay. Okay, that's what my kid said. His eyes are still good. Uh, Johnny, (laughs) what color is yours? Mine is blue. Blue? Excellent. And then, oh no, his orange for Ono, right? All right. And I am green. There we go. Hit the button when I ask a question. First one to buzz in and answer, (laughs) if they have the correct answer, gets a point, right? Okay, so round one, three questions. They're all pretty easy in round one. They're worth five points apiece. Okay, round two, that's coming up. That'll be round two. They're all these rounds are all kind of spread throughout. Okay, it's mm. you're gonna get hit with one round, then another round a little later, and then the very end, the very last question. Round two, those three questions are worth ten points each, and the final round, that's final Jeopardy, final Bobberty, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the question is pretty tough, and it's worth twenty points. The questions are all about either Fugazi, mm-hmm. Operation Ivy, yeah. or San Diego punk stuff. Okay, mm, okay. San Diego punk bands. Mm. So I was told that there are some expertise involving those things, possibly amongst possibly. you guys. Possibly. Maybe. All right, we'll find out. We'll, we'll hope. Sure. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, let's just talk. Oh yeah, here's the uh, score sheet for That's... you guys too. Got you all ready Damn, to go here. Bro. I know we're trying to be very professional now. I like the it. Podcast. Okay, Keep good. It real. The prize, if you do win, it is a big, excellent grand prize. It's an autographed picture of myself. I hope you guys do appreciate it. They I want that. They were already oh, fighting yeah. over it earlier. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's good. <laughs> I might have to start selling those. You know, I don't it's know. It's beautiful. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. There you go. That's a great oh, idea. Oh, so, okay. First question I wanted to ask. Uh, what Save ending. What does it mean? It's a Spanish for for sale, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's it? Okay. That's is, it. Is there any other meaning associated with it for you guys? We just thought it looked cool a long time ago. Like, <laughs> we just thought it just looked, the words together just The words cool. together, like, kind the of flowed good it and everything? It just didn't mean anything necessarily bad. And it's not, we didn't name it the, the band that for any, like, real reason. That we just, really? Just like, oh, say that it, sounds cool. We needed like, a band name, and it looked cool. That's cool. Okay. I would, like, walk around the streets, because I didn't have a home for a while, and uh, I would just see that sign everywhere and i just thought like it just looked cool oh okay where were you living that well like you said you were homeless though at the time right like city heights north park tower bar area just hanging out around those areas or whatever yeah just you know going from like couch to couch like bathroom to bathroom meat meat locker to meat locker mentioning the meat locker (laughs) colin was never a resident of the meat locker no but we did live in another squad in ob across the street from lucy's we lived in a Blue House and Ocean Beach right there. Oh, did like an old abandoned house or yeah. something? Is that one haunted too? I mean, dude, <laughs> one night we were sleeping and we heard people talking. We're like, what the fuck is that, right? 
Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And then like, like John like went around the corner. Yeah, this guy's like, straight up Scooby Doo, and he, he will not do anything when he's scared. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was, well, I mean, I was like really like paranoid already too, you know. But uh, John like goes around the corner in the other room, and there's like a pregnant girl and like some other dude, like like all like super high on like meth or whatever. Yeah. Oh wait, re- oh real people, not real ghosts. people. Yeah, real people. <laughs> there's like, there a real. ghost of a yeah. couple meth people. Dude, okay. it was crazy because like, some years later, I was like at a hotel in Tijuana. And the girl that was in that house walked up to me in Tijuana and I said, hey, I remember you from that abandoned house in San Diego. Holy shit. <laughs> got a good memory. <laughs> that was all day. Like, wow. <laughs> you, you were high as fuck, too. How did you remember me? I mean, the- and I was, like, what ha- I was like, you were pregnant. And she's all, yeah, the kid got taken. Well, like, of course like, oh, it did. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, boy. It's a oh, horrible boy. time in everyone's life back then. I guess so. <laughs> okay, so where are all you guys from, more or less? Start with Ono and see... You want to tell me where you're from? Yeah, I was born and raised in Eden Gardens in Solano Beach. Cool. EG. EG as it is known. Yes, sir. All right. And so what did you do growing up? What was your kind of deal when you were growing up? Well, you know, just growing up down there in the gardens, just play with all the cousins because at that time, that's all it was around was nothing but family and every other house. Super safe to walk at night. You didn't have to worry about nothing. So we started getting into skating and surfing because of my neighbor. And then my brother got me into metal. <laughs> Sweet, okay. And then All I right. super was loving drums. Then I started playing drums. What kind of what kind of metal did he oh, listen man. to back then? Maiden, Motley Crue, Tommy, okay. Lee, Tommy Lee was my hero. What kind of years? What what kind of year range was <laughs> no, that? This was in the eighties. This was early eighties. Maybe when Shout Out the Devil came out. So oh, wow. okay. How old are you? I'm forty three. Oh, oh, you're 43? Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, yeah. You remember like when Shout at the Devil and all that yeah, stuff came out? Yeah, my because my brother's three years older. Oh, he's older than And okay. then we had cousins all around that were older than him that were into that stuff. Oh, okay. So everybody hung out. So then we're listening to this stuff, and it just caught my ear. No I'm kidding. Super into the metal, man. And before that, I was listening to Top 40 radio. Yeah, whatever stuff. was as on the kid, radio, sure. Kid, you know? kid then, stuff, yeah. And then that stuff wasn't played on the radio, and I just got deep into that. Cool. What did you start listening to? Kind of like punk stuff a little bit that later on came, in life. That came in junior high. <laughs> Funny story. My brother, he you know got a little gangstered out as he got older. So he was in high school. I'm in middle school, and he broke into this car and he stole some tapes. Right. Okay. So maybe a few days later, he tells me, "Here, you might like this stuff." I didn't like it. <laughs> so <clears throat> one was a blank tape. And the other two were minor threat tapes, and it said minor threat. Yeah, yeah. And so I listened to those first because it said who it was, and you could have the lyrics with it and everything. It was out of step, and then the very first minor threat. So that was my introduction to punk. And then the other tape, I didn't realize till later on in life, was Black Flag and the Misfits. Oh, no kidding. It, okay. There was nothing written on it. It was just just music. a blank tape the yes, guy recorded but I or something to it, like that. And yeah, what yeah. caught my ear the most was. Well, the Misfits, just because, you know, I wasn't really too crazy into how Black Flag sounded to me then. Right, the little abrasive, mm, I think. So, was it? threat caught my ear, too. Yeah. The drumming, I was just like, whoa. Oh, okay. especially the drumming is gnarly and on then, any like, minor threat. Around that same much. time, a good friend of mine got me into Slayer, too. So. Oh, sweet. Okay, that's what, that was the angle I was looking for. I was yeah. like, when does, like, Slayer oh, or some kind of thrash six, or speed metal come in? Sixth, seventh grade so. is when Slayer is. Sweet. Okay, just Okay, perfect. And then Slayer came right after, and it just was like, holy And it was all got off from okay. there, pretty much, yeah. I put this way, my first drum set was a Tom and Rockstar, double bass, two toms, two floors. Yeah. Symbols. Dave right. Lombardo that, style, Lombardo, right? Dude. Yep. <laughs> I had the Flexi Flyer bass pedals that he used, man. Crazy. Like, that, out, <laughs> that was my second drum set, was a Tom and Rockstar. Yeah, black, double bass, 
because of Dave Lombardo Ooh. too. All right, so what about you, Johnny? Where were you? Where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati. Oh, that's right, because you yeah. didn't. The stuff we saw in the meat locker. Now I'm referencing back to a ghost hunt that we did, <laughs> kind of like a ghost hunt kid. slash uh, tour of a, the squat kind of thing that Johnny lived in at one point, where there was some old, a lot of old like graffiti and stuff that yeah. you had put up there. So, what was your name? What did they call you? They, uh, they all called me Cincinnati. <laughs> just since, just straight Cincinnati, just straight Cincinnati, right? Cincinnati yeah. Go, this kid, this kid Daryl, he would see me from far away, and he goes, because he was he lived in Cincinnati at one point too, right? Didn't he? Oh, Daryl! Yeah, Daryl's Darryl, the one that gave me that name. <laughs> totally. And he was he would yell from far away, Cincinnati. And all the other people we were hanging out with just started calling me that. Oh, because so it stuck. Like so somebody stuck. called you that. Yeah. It stuck, kind of thing. Yeah, I grew up there, and uh, on the west side of Cincinnati. <laughs> when did when did you Cincinnati. move to San Diego? When did you come to San Diego? Uh, I got out of I got out of military school from in Fort Knox, and then I just moved out here when I was like I just turned eighteen. Oh, okay. Did you, and your family was back in Cincinnati and yeah. everything? You just were like, why did you want to come to San Diego? What made you decide to come here? Well, basically to live somewhere warm. I was tired of, like, the snow every year. Sure. And I wanted yeah, to yeah. go go out west, you know, just like in all the books and movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Go to California. Go to California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. What about you, Colin? I was born in Massachusetts, and I was... Uh, coming to san diego since i was like eight to see my dad every summer oh did your dad lived out here yeah okay and then when i was 15 my mom kicked me out to go live with my dad and i've been here ever since okay gotcha <laughs> <laughs> all right so I, now let's talk about some of your records i have a question about something okay um what i this is kind of going from newest to oldest so okay. 2019, you had the split with Throw that's yeah. on Paper Street Cuts, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2018 is the It's Okay full length, which is on La Escalera, and also kind of self-released as well, right? Yeah. 2017, a regular full length yeah. came out on La Escalera and self-released as well, no, or no? It was just self-released. Oh, you guys put that one out yourself? <clears throat> yeah. Did you do vinyl on that one, too? Yeah. You did? Cool. Okay. You guys did that all by yourselves? You did everything yourselves? Yeah. Wow. This, wow. I got to say this. Sebendi is a very enterprising band. You guys do put stuff out yourself, do stuff yourself regularly, right? Would you say? Yeah. I yeah. mean, a pretty enter I mean, that's pretty not a lot of bands will put their own vinyl out. That's well, like we were a, just like fuck it. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we want it out. We're going to do it, right? <laughs> it was like no one's going to do it for us. Yeah. yeah. So no one's going to do anything for us. What we <laughs> did is we um got together with Luke no, but yeah, yeah. Luke Kinshaw told us what to do. How, like, like how who to like send the tapes to yeah, and get us, pressed. Luke, Luke and Kinshaw from Planet B held our hands through it, and he told us how to do it. And he's like, "I'll do it for you. Just you know, I'll get with my rep and show you how to do it." And like, here's where to send money and who to send money yeah, to. He to did get it everything. And, but yeah. it was but we we got together a couple hundred bucks, spent it all on t-shirts, printed all the t-shirts. And just started playing, booking shows and selling all that. And that covered all the money we made. Oh, covered. you put right back into putting out we, this we record made, We made much. just enough. We were shy maybe 300 bucks. Yeah, and we just split that. And then we split that. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. And that was your first full-length first full length vinyl yeah. whatever. Yeah. Did you guys had it on cassette, vinyl? Did you do CDs too or just cassette? No, that one's just on vinyl. Oh, straight vinyl? No cassettes or anything no, like that? Digital. Gotcha. Bear, and digital too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. We okay. have a cassette out from a long time ago. That's what. That's my next question. That so between 2017 and 2013, uh, 2013 poor me 
some coffee or pour me some soup? What's is there a right or wrong answer for that question? Is it called pour me some coffee or pour me some? It's soup? called pour me like oh pour, pour me. me. Some coffee. Oh, okay. Okay. There. I got you. A little play on words. Okay. Okay. Got and I'm you. not on that, by the way, unfortunately. This was before I joined the band. Oh, that was before you. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The um, the, and that was just a tape, right? Yeah, just a tape. And who was it? You? It was so it was Colin and you, Colin and Johnny, yeah. and then who else was in the band? My brother played drums. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He hooked us up. He did us a solid. He did. Yeah, he it did. Was funny he though. Did too. <laughs> he is not a drummer. And he, no? and he no. did good. You heard the tape. And that was our second. Good. We recorded that after like practicing one time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I like that one. There. There's some good songs on there. Yeah. And I had just got out of rehab like a week before that. Oh, okay. Okay. And so we're like, we're playing or we're recording. <laughs> like, boom. You, were, you got busy right away. Yeah, That's good. Cool. So yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The uh, before that, 2011, something called "Fuck Yeah." Oh man! <laughs> if anyone has that, like, right on. What? What is it? <laughs> Tell me about it. That was that our was first thing. One. Like, all right, so, like, we were like, oh, this is pre rehab too. This I was, think yeah, this was right. in the midst. This was in the midst. This is when we were living. This was when we were living in the abandoned house. In the oh, house. no kidding! Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Um, so okay. we were, uh, we were, gone. and Ona wasn't around either. I'm sorry. I, I knew them, or I knew him. Probably had met him. Yeah, we met because I was in a band with his brother Woogie. Oh, so okay, I, yeah, okay. There's a whole history of his brother. Crazy. On why I met him and then him. And and my brother, wait, side trip. So did your brother move out here from Cincinnati? Yeah. Or way before you? Or? When I was living in the meat lockers when he moved. Oh, so you were here already. And yeah. then he's like, oh, I'm going to come out there. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Did he come out to hang out with you kind of? Came to out to hang thing? out. And um, we went to Mexico. Did a bunch of, he didn't do any drugs, but I did drugs. Um, got drunk. The whole time he was a big partier and, okay. and liked cocaine. And then uh, we were hanging out with our... I had friends in, in OB too, so I was like, I could hang out with normal people instead of just like homeless kids all the time. Uh, right. <laughs> and, and so he was like, oh, I'm just not going to go home. And I go, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm not going to go home. I'm going to stay here. And I go, well, where are you going to stay at? And he goes, like, are I you going to get a job? Are you going to yeah, do anything yeah. like that? Yeah. But he did. And I go, where are you going to stay at? Like, I don't have anywhere for you to stay. Right. Like, you can yeah. stay with me in my abandoned building, but I know you're not a, down for that kind of living. Right, right. And, dude, he stayed at some of my friend's house in OSB on, on their couch in the closet. Moved in the closet. I used to live in their closet. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I let, I told, I was like, here, help him out. I'll fucking, you know, I'll bail. You won't have to worry about me coming. Oh, over you were here. like, I'll take off, so I'll he take can off. Move in, and so he moved into the closet because that was like my spot where I would go on the beach and just chill. You gotcha, and gotcha. Sure. And uh, he moved in there. We were living on top of a laundromat too. <laughs> After that, somehow he got in the closet. But when we we're staying in OB, I'd stay on a laundromat roof. And he got a job at Second, no Tower Two Cafe. Oh, doing like bus in or serving. Yeah, or yeah. And like he that. would wake up on top of the. The roof the of the roof. building, like yeah, and go to work, dude. And then that's Crazy. when, when he got that job, that's when they let him move into the closet. Oh, no kidding! Yeah. They're like, hey, before you move in the closet, and you have to have a job. Yeah, so. Woogie's always been like our band's like um, unofficial manager. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Is he still around? I mean, yeah. he's, still, yeah. he's killing it. He owns a house. He's got two kids. He's got a wife. He's a mailman. Oh, good for him, dude! Yeah. Oh, that's a great job. Yeah. Does he still play music and stuff? Yeah. His uh, his band, uh, Desert Suns. Desert. So where 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 are they from? San Diego. They're still from San Diego. Yes. Yeah, Ston- okay. Doom Stoner. Yeah, Stoner Blues. Bluesy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So the fuck yeah EP. He had to gather us all around. So we were living at this tweaker pad, and like it was time to record. 
because we were going to record our poor drummer back then put up with so much shit mm. but uh why did he not do did he, he was a drunk he got drunk like but like yeah, all our kid. junkie shit like it was just annoying but anyway so we go to the studio and uh that we were supposed to meet woogie at 10 a.m at the house we were staying at and john was nowhere to be seen and so like johnny was busy probably you know, i mean i knew where he was up, up but, to like, no good i'm sure <laughs> i guess so. but uh yeah so we were like waiting around for john and then we find John and uh, we go to the studio and it, we're just like in rough shape, but we record four songs, five songs, because we do that cover. Yeah, we do a cover. What cover? What cover? <laughs> oh no, you got to tell me. You, was, uh, you can't throw that out. No, it was me. Uh, tell me. a Mickey Avalon cover. He had yeah. a song called Waiting to Die. And we thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah. So you covered a hip hop song. Yeah. Like kind of in a punk style? Yeah, it's definitely it's a the punk same riff style. over and over again. Do you have copies of this? Can I hear this? My friend has it, but I mean, I don't have it with me. You don't have like digital copies of no. it or anything? No, no really? No, yeah. it's just it's gone, huh? It's a CD. Oh. We know okay. someone that has it. Yeah. I want to hear that, man. I want to hear that. Has it. We'll try to. Try and find it for me. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So you can yeah, put yeah. it on the internet. I'll give you another uh, autographed picture. Uh, you okay, I'll, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get it for you. <laughs> okay, man. Thank you. You're good. Okay, yeah, man. Good. Whatever you want. <laughs> okay, so now the, the question, though, that I had, why was there such a big gap between stuff you guys did from 2013 with Poor Me up to regular? Drugs. Of, of no release. A lot of drugs and jail. Drugs, jail. And rehab. Were both you guys in jail at yeah, some point? Yeah, Were you I was in jail. And someone told me, like, hey, you got a phone call, which means someone's banging on the door. Oh. Between, like, between like, pods? And between pods. <laughs> yeah. Someone, and I go, what? And I go up to it, and it was Colin. <laughs> Holy shit. So we were in jail at the same time. And I was, wow. like, very happy. I was like, oh, dude, fuck yeah. <laughs> My buddy's here. And I would talk to, remember Deputy Sotero? Remember him? Yeah. I was like, hey, man, can, can, can I go over there? Can I get over there? And then, like, a couple days later, he's like, hey, I talked to your buddy. Like, you guys were in a band? I go, yeah. He's like, uh, so you want to move over there? I go, yeah. He's like, nah. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Fucker. I was like, so so I talked to Colin. I was like, he ain't going to let me move over there, dude. And he's like, well, go get a job. And, I, and I'll get cleared, and I'll go get a job. I go, okay. I go through all the processing to get a job. And then I got the job, and then they, they rolled me up and sent me over there. And then forever I waited for... This motherfucker to show up and he never showed up. Oh, where did he go? They wouldn't give me a job. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, but I was like living it up over there, eating thirds, fours, watching TV. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. They wouldn't wow. give me a job that time. Why wouldn't they let you get a job? Because every time I'd go, I went to jail a lot of times and like in the when I was first learning how to do it, like, like some older people told me, put me up on game to like ask for like certain medications to like detox off drugs easier. Oh, okay. And so I had okay. like a flag on me for like like psych meds flag. And so oh, like, so they didn't want you like want interacting me. too much with other people well, kind just, of thing or they something? They just thought like people who take psych meds in jail are like just like, you're like lazy. Oh, oh you know? okay. So like, I had that, but I, at that point I had stopped taking them. It just takes a while to like clear your name from that because any if you do anything in jail like if you want anything like any service or anything it takes for fucking ever Forever. sure anything sure. done they're not in a rush to yeah you're not going anywhere so yeah know? yeah they're like oh whatever they yeah. called me over once and they were like um, you got to go see the site the therapist yeah and I go up to her and I go what's, what's this about and she's like you put in a request to see me I'm all that was a month ago I forgot all about it <laughs> you totally this. forgot it totally yeah. Forgot yeah, it. yeah 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 and she's yeah. like are you okay because I was going to do the same hustle he was doing gotcha gotcha to try and help like get clean yeah, and get sober but I was like, already 
I already felt great. And I'm like, I'm good. I don't want to take any, any drugs. Like I'm good. So did you have a job and everything in there at that, that point pretty much? No, that was, that was before the job. Um, but I did, I knew that I didn't want to be all messed up because I had this, you know, yeah, you were fine. You said fine. you felt fine. So wow. I didn't want to, because all the old times were like, tell them you hear voices. Yeah. Tell them you want to kill yourself and you'll get all these drugs and you can sleep all day. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> They like leave you alone more or what? Like, well, just I mean, like, eh. Just like, I don't know. You're, you're just, just time goes quicker, I guess. Oh, because you're kind of fucked up though, a little off. bit, basically, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of them would, would kick it down to me when I was when I was all dope sick. They were like, here, boost bar. He gave me a boost bar and knocked me out. Felt good when you're kicking shit. Yeah, 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 right, right. Helps take the edge off yeah. of, like, yeah, yeah. Kicking in jail is kind of, like, better, I think, because you know you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, it's, like, different. Like it's my, different. My old junkie friend used to tell me a long time ago, like, being sick in jail is different than being sick on the streets. And I never understood what he meant until I, like, went to jail. And I'm what? like, oh, it's like, you can't do anything about it. There's so nothing like, you there's can nothing do about it. Basically. Level of like, acceptance yeah, is like, yeah. well, this is just the way it is. Yeah. When you're yeah. sitting on a couch, when when the door is unlocked, <laughs> and, and your mind, and in, not, in your and mind, you can make yeah. opportunities to you get. Make, what your you mind need. will tell you anything to go. Oh, we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Just go get high right now. Yeah. Right. Right. So, yeah. 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 But in jail, fuck, you yeah, can't. No. You ain't going you're, nowhere. You're stuck. So yeah. <laughs> so that was like four years. That yeah, you guys kind of didn't really do much of anything in the, no. the, the period of those years? Or? Well, in 2013, I leave town. We were in Revenge Death Ball. Me and this guy were in a band with his brother. I leave town to go work at a horse race track in New Mexico, and I'm gone six months. And then uh, I get back. That band was done. Obviously, I was gone. But Woogie says, hey, my brother's going to call you. He wants to see if you want to be in Savannah. Sure enough, he calls me, and I was like, hell yeah, because I was so bummed I wasn't going to be in any band. Sure, you weren't playing. Yeah, do, yeah. you know? I didn't know anybody where I live that played music, and I got to know these guys. So he calls me, and boom, I'm in. So that's 2014. Bree, his wife, now his wife, then his girlfriend, she played bass. And gotcha, she, I saw that on one, yeah. some release that you well, had that gave her in, credit for bass, she's right? She's in the two records. She's on the two records. Oh, which one's on? Um, Regular and It's Okay. Oh, she's on both of those? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Then... When we started jamming, we were playing the songs from Pour Me Some Coffee. Plus, he already had a crap ton of other songs that basically became regular. Oh, okay. So I okay. was just stoked. He had all these songs. All I had to do was learn them. It was rad. And and he would tell me, hey, when Colin gets out, he's back in the band. I'm like, well, of course. It's... Was that? I don't think that was 2014. It was, Because I, got busted. I was gone in So 13. were you in the band when I when I was all fucked up? No, and, no. Well, I was in the band when you finally got clean. Because you weren't dirty. When I joined the band, you were clean. Because you got you clean angry. May of 2014. I did? Yeah, because I, I got busted September 18th of 2014. And you had already been clean I'm for I'm sorry, a while. man. I did a lot of drugs. Right? Yeah. That's okay. No, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I know it was 14 because that's when I left. Because I, I got out in the fi- 2015. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, we basically, when <laughs> yeah. he got out, we I already got had all of regular... <laughs> So he just learned them on guitar, and then we went and recorded. Gotcha. Okay. So okay. That, that's that. That was the gap between pour me some coffee and then and then doing the regular. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. And we played a shit ton before we recorded regular. We played like every Didn't weekend. We? Yeah, it was crazy. Like, Did a lot was, of practicing, awesome. a lot of yeah, a lot, a lot of, of shows, a lot, a lot of, of shows. whatever. Oh, a lot of shows too. We took yeah, whatever, sure. and it was so fun. That's cool. Yeah, busy, busy. Okay, guess what? Time for some trivia. Question one. Give me the names of two members of the band Fugazi that are not Ian McKay. Colin. Joe Lally 
and Guy Pichotto. You got, yes, Colin. Point to Colin. <laughs> Damn. Five points. Did you have that on Yeah. There? Yeah. I was going to say the And Brian Canty, Canty too. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Canty. Brandon Canty. Yeah, Brandon yeah, Canty. yeah, yeah. Canty. I was going to say yep. that one. Yep. What was the band? Uh, bonus points. What band was Brandon in before Fugazi? Rights of Spring. Very good. Colin. Oh, one, one, okay, one, Colin one. just won. Uh, just, <laughs> just, take no, no. just take it. Just take it. Okay, question two. Give me the names of two members of the band Operation Ivy that are not Tim Armstrong. Colin. Dave Mello. Jesse Michaels. Perfect. <laughs> Question number three. Give me the name of two bands that San Diegan John Reese has been in other than other than Rocket from the Crypt. Do you still want to count that yeah. buzzer? Okay, good. Oh, no. All right, so Drive Like Jehu and fucking... Uh, there's another one. Dude. Come on. I know. There's I oh, fucking oh, I'm dog. Start the timer. Dog. dog. I know, dude. Sorry. I'm going the gun. Seven, six, five, <laughs> four. Can I buy anything of it? Anybody? Yeah, call it. The Sultans? There you go. There okay. You go. Okay, good. All right. Hot snakes. He gets it. Oh, hot snakes. Hot snakes. Hot snakes. That's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking for. How did I forget that? Big dog. You draw a blank under pressure, dude. That's okay. I know. It's hard, man. There are so many uses for stickers these days. You know, the other day, I was walking around the TV store and saw a sticker on a brand new TV that said, TV for sale, volume stuck on full, $1. Volume stuck on full? I thought to myself, wow, I can't turn that down. Well, Sticker Junkie can make literally any type of sticker you need, including stickers that set up awesome jokes like the one you just heard. Need stickers for your school, LARPing group, or book club? Sticker Junkie can help you out. Band? Podcast? Business? Yes, Sticker Junkie has you covered. Go to www.stickerjunkie.com and see what's possible. Your sticker idea can come to life before your very eyes. You can submit your own custom artwork to Sticker Junkie, and there's your sticker. Or you can use Sticker Junkie's very own sticker generator on the www.stickerjunkie.com website for help with your design. So simple, so easy, so great. So go to www.stickerjunkie.com for the finest custom stickers anywhere.
Okay, let's uh, let's move on and talk about some of your songs. In I read an interview from the San Diego Reader that came out in 2013. I think Johnny, there was a quote from you that said your songs were catchy and poppy with dirty vocals that tell a story, and that the stories were mostly sad and fucked up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I remember. I like that a lot. Actually, that's a great quote, dude. That is absolutely a great quote. What are some of the songs you have that tell a story? Do you think that are mostly sad and fucked up? I think all of them. Really? Still, some I mean, songs. Can I, I feel like we're kind of getting out. We're of that. getting out of it. Our, the stuff. I think so too, and <laughs> especially a, in your last record for sure. But it's like, okay. We have some that are like that are more a reflection of like our past life. So yeah. I feel like what we've been writing recently is like moving past that because we're not necessarily living that life anymore you're not in that life anymore mm-hmm. yeah yeah you've been you're far past that life yeah. so yeah yeah okay good what i saw some songs and i want to i want to i want an answer for one of these songs okay okay the song bike tired that's what i wanted an answer for yeah what do you want to know yes colin wrote colin that's a wrote that one now let's talk about real I quick part of a riff but about <laughs> the bike the bike thing is yeah. because colin doesn't op- operate any motor vehicles yeah. other than bicycles. Yeah, Colin, basically, Colin right? doesn't know how to drive. Okay. He's never driven. He's never driven. He told me that story the I other night. He did tell me. So, <laughs> and it makes sense. I mean, I kind of envy you, Colin, to be totally Don't. honest with you. <laughs> oh, fuck, I hate driving, man. I hate driving. Yeah, like, well, so. I mean, like. Riding in bikes around all around town is no cup of tea either, I'm sure. No, it's not. Like, rain, uh, cold. Yeah, rain. You got hit by hot. some old lady. I've been hit by cars. Yeah, yeah hit by cars. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm at the point in my life where I should, I should, I should at least learn how to drive legally. Right, just so you have that just option. So I have that at some skill point. set to offer in case of like God. Oh, like, being on tour or something on, like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm the dude that just like has the Google Maps, dude. Yeah, and I like, mean that's know, cool. That's cool yeah, too. But, like, but DJ, the DJ, <laughs> DJ and the navigator. Yes, okay. Yeah, they pass uh, me that Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go to the hospital if you keep eating Slim Jims yeah. on tour, dude. And drinking soda. So okay, what about? The song, this is a song I really wanted to know about, Colin's Hard Time. <laughs> That's another Colin song. Those were the two that I figured that the, both those songs were. Well, the one's yeah. like a, a no-brainer. But what did you want to know about Bike Tired first? Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm getting totally getting ahead of it. <laughs> Wake up, Bob. Okay. Yeah, what's it about? What is it all about? Uh, getting in a fight with my girlfriend and riding my bike tired all the way home. Like how far of a ride was that? Like ten miles. Oh wow! Oh. Uh, well, it's just about like just like life. It's about like that specific experience. I had gotten in a fight and like rode home and was just like feeling weird about how it transgressed and uh, didn't necessarily want to go home. So I went and sat on the beach for a while because I live like by the beach. You live at OB, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so I mean, I didn't. I was like toying around with those words for like months and months, and then like John was just like, "Dude, just put put it to that song." And like, so he, he helps me like get my words to music because I'll just like fuck around and rewrite them for like months. Um, Until but, uh, you're like, I'm not happy with this. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and Johnny's just like, no, dude, it's great. Just, you just we'll like just do, do it. it. Just We're do doing it. that there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, yeah, it's just like, uh, like any relationship, you have ups and downs. And this was a particularly like down moment. I, it just weighed on me, you know, because of my part in it. It didn't make me feel too great. Sure. And so, uh, I kind of like held onto it for a while. Have moved past that since. And so that's, but that song's like the story of that kind of that moment in your yeah, life. Yeah, I just or know, whatever. like, just like getting in a gnarly fight and like understanding that I created most of it and riding home, just like wiped out from like a long day and then a long night of fighting and just like, you know, just 
Oh, no. Now, what's Colin's hard time all about? Ah, dude. Well, okay. It's I was having a hard time. Uh, <laughs> I figured. No, but that was a hard, hard time. But that was specific. I wrote that specifically. Uh, John was in Cincinnati trying to get clean, and he was like, wasn't trying very hard because he was calling me to try to send him some drugs through the mail. Which, um, which he did. Which I did, by the way. Oh my god. Okay. Um, okay. That's a good friend. But That's a good friend. <laughs> That's a real good friend. Uh, Isn't that trafficking if you mail anything to somebody or what? Probably. It, was like it has to be it, over it, a certain amount. It, it, it was like a like quarter that. gram or like a gram or something. But uh, We always yeah. learn what they're called once we're in jail, Bob. There yeah. you go. We commit the crime, we <laughs> commit the crime and then learn about right. it after the fact. Uh, <laughs> there, there you go. But uh, And so I, w- I wrote those words in two different parts. Uh, one was like uh, when I got off the phone with him. So the verse verse is like, ca- like catching a ride away from everything, which was like I was about to like shoot up. Oh, like that, gotcha, like okay. catching a ride away from everything. And then uh, the second verse I wrote with him when we were living in this like abandoned or this soon to be abandoned house in Claremont with a bunch of other drug addicts. And like me and him have been up for like days. So we wrote the second verse of that song there. And so just uh, Colin's hard time was just a good depiction of the situations that were, were involved when that song. When you were okay about certain, just, just about. Not yeah. doing good stuff, more or less. And just fucking just, sucking at life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And having a hard time with stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. The newer stuff is more positive, for sure, though. Mm-hmm. More a reflection of the last, how many years? Would you say, like, four years or so? Like, three or four years? Something like that? How long have you guys been clean, if I can ask? If I stay clean till March 31st, I'll have five years. Oh, good for you. No shit. Okay. Thank you. Okay, good. Congratulations. Yeah, what about you, And Johnny? on May 14th, um, I will have six years as long as I don't... So you got a little bit of... Were you in jail for... Yeah, when I, when I got out of jail, I was like... He was still in jail. And we would write each other's letters like, Dude, let's fucking stay clean and fucking make this band work. When we're in jail. Was the band a big motivation for yeah. wanting to stay clean? Yeah. Was it? Okay, and, good. And, good. And the whole time before we went in, in the jail, we would get high and talk about getting clean. When you get high, you always talk about how you want life, a better life. Sure, so sure, once sure. I was in jail, for and they weren't letting me out. They would let me out a lot. This time they weren't. They were like, I was like, all right, when I get out, I'm just not going to use. Like you were serious. You're like, serious. fuck it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mess around. Yeah. When I get out. So I got so. out, and uh, when we used to be shot out in OB, I would see friends that got high. I used to get high with that weren't high no more, and they'd always say, "Hey Johnny, be ready. Come on." I go, oh, ah. they wanted you to come, like, yeah, yeah. learn how to get sober, yeah. basically. And I'd say, "Nah, I'm good," or <laughs> you know. And they say, "All right, well, call me when you're ready." And I'm just like, "Fuck, how do they do it?" And then when I got out, they were like, "I was like, I don't want to use." So I didn't go around anyone I knew. I went and I slept in the bushes next to Rite Aid. <laughs> Where at? Down in That's OB a song or something? right there. The OB. In OB. The Rite Aid bushes. The Rite Aid bushes. <laughs> um, and I would wake up and I would go to this NA meeting to try to find these guys. And then I finally found them. And I was like, I was like, man, you got to show me what to do. And they're like, all right, you got to go to rehab. And I was like, nah, I ain't going to rehab. I just got out of jail. Why would I go to rehab? You feel like you felt like you were going to be going back to another kind of jail. Yeah. 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 And they were like, dude, you're living in the bushes. Like how much worse can it get? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Fucking, you're not in any shape. And you're in like danger of relapsing too in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because you're still hanging out in your old stomping grounds kind of thing. Yeah. So. 
So uh, I would I would hang out at meetings all day, and then I would go at night and go to sleep, and then wake up and go do the same thing, and go by my brothers. I wasn't allowed at my brothers at night. I was allowed there during the day. Oh, but they wouldn't let you stay the night there no. or anything like that. Did they have kids then and yeah. everything? Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Did you end up going to rehab then I did. eventually? Yeah. But you went back home. You went to Cincinnati. To no, the, no, this is the first time where I was. I didn't um, go stay on my my uh, my mom or my sister's couch. This first time I was like, well, I'm going to figure it out. So it was like a live-in rehab yeah. type, type thing situation. Good. Is that what did it? I mean, did that? Did that I, was one of the big things. That, no. Yeah, I relapsed after that. But, oh, did you? Okay. But okay. Um, I relapsed after that, and then I, I had 18 months when I relapsed, and then it was just it was right back to it, dude. It was just so, like getting it back on a bike. Just right? yeah, and, yeah. All the yeah. same behaviors, all the same troubles. Everything was right back, like it was wow. nothing. That time, my mom was passing away. My brothers were all, you fucking asshole, you got to get back here. She's only got a few months to live. Now they got 30 days to live. My brother brought me a plane ticket back there. Uh, my mom passed away, and I told her she was, that she wouldn't have to worry about me anymore. And then uh, she cried, and then everyone was like, oh, I've never seen her cry. And then she died. And I went to a detox, and I had 10 days clean, and they brought me back. And that's when I told her that she had not have to worry about me. And then she passed away. And that was six, almost six years ago. No shit. That yeah. was the last time you. That was the last anything? time I used. Yeah. Oh, good for you, dude. That's yeah. great. I'm sorry it happened that way. I mean, for sure. Yeah. But that's, that's what that song "Edith Jean" is about. That's a fucking wonderful song. No shit. Yeah, that. That's that, a beautiful story. I mean, it's a. It's that's an incredibly sad story, but uh, that's fucking beautiful. You came through for your mom, dude. Hmm? That's big. That's huge. That's yeah. fucking huge, man. That's yeah. huge. That's a fucking great story, man. Yeah. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. I mean, here we go. Let's go to round two of trivia. Okay. This round gets a little bit more difficult. So um, here comes question number four in our trivia game. What Fugazi record sold the most copies? Johnny. 13 songs. Wrong. First, you say a repeater? A repeater it is. Wow. A repeater it is. I just wanted to push the I button. Say and <laughs> I just wanted to get in. and. There's a lot of hits on repeater. Repeater was the one. Repeater sold over two million copies. God, and it's super rad because like yep. they they just like their all their their whole approach, the whole thing is just so. Oh, it's amazing! Like it's incredible. I, there's nobody that's ever done anything exactly. like that. So. Did you ever see them? No, never saw them live. I saw them you twice. don't saw them twice. Oh, you lucky! I saw in on the Killtaker and and hits. No kidding, huh? Wow. And, and hits. Great story. I love his stories. If you don't, I love it. If you don't mind this story, and hits. You remember when the Soma was off of SeaWorld Drive by USD? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Soma? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My best friend, his brother, played drums in a band called Spanacorzo. Oh, yeah, I know Spanacorzo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Brian yep. Cook was my best friend's uh, brother. So, anyways, concert was sold out. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Travis goes, why don't you come? And, because he got in with his brother. So, come early with us when they set, go take their shit in for soundtrack and see what you can do. I went, all right. Bye. See if you can kind of weasel your way in or something. So, we get right? down there. It's still daylight, right? And so, he's helping them unload. I go, hey, I'm going to go to the front and see what's up. Nobody's around. I go to the front. Door's wide open. And that particular place, when you walk in the front door, the little stage was to the right. Yeah. Big stage was to the left. Yeah. Side stage and main stage yep. or something so like that, So, right? I yeah. went, holy shit. I just walked in. And I sat on the side stage, the little side stage. And it was like a newspaper. So, I just grabbed it. And you can look down the hall where they were loading their shit up or in. And my buddy saw me. He went, and he came. He's like, what's up? I go, I don't know, dude. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. And he goes, I'll just sit with you. I'll just sit with you. All right. So maybe 10, 15 minutes goes by and a guy comes up. Hey, did you guys get your 
wristbands yet? We're like, no, he came back with wristbands, right? <laughs> so we're in. We watch his brother's band. Fugazi starts, and we're on the floor, and we went, we looked at each other after the first song. What are we doing? So there's people on the stage. So I got to watch the whole show, the rest of the show. From the On stage, stage behind freaking Gee and freaking the bassist. Holy shit, man. It's right behind them. Crazy. Watch the show. You are a lucky dude. That's a very lucky dude. <laughs> I just had to, get, I had to throw that one in there. Right? That's a good one, man. That's good. <laughs> Question number five. Where does the name Operation Ivy come from? What does the name Operation Ivy actually refer to? I've I've learned this when I was a teenager. I just listened. You to do podcast. it. We're I knew it when I was a teenager. I listened to that too. You told me to listen. What code is it for? What does it mean? Oh no! I'll give you a hint. It's not a code. It's not. Well, it is. It's kind of a. It's not a code for anything that happens now. It's a code word for like an operation that happened. But I'll give you a better hint. Back in the 1950s. No. No. Okay. Operation Ivy was the eighth series of nuclear tests performed by the United States in the year 1952 in the Pacific Ocean. Wow. Fucking shit. What? Yep. Okay, big goose egg for you guys. Oh, man. That was a t- actually, that was kind of a tough that one. That is tough. Okay, now, here's another one. This one might be a little tough. Which Blink-182 record sold the most copies? Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> it would be... I'm gonna break it down for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's playing for time actually yeah. i am <laughs> it's because i pushed the button now i can't think of uh, uh. Uh, uh, the fucking one Wait, what's my age again what's, what's that one called can't tell you no that's cheating <laughs> <laughs> what's on the cover of the record picture what's on the cover of that record oh yeah animal of the state there you go Thank you. Johnny, Thank you for that. 10 points. Finally. Right John's on the board. I'm John's on the board. On the it board. took a while. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I know. Odo was there. Odo might get the final question. We'll see. And uh, actually, at this point, it, Colin already won. Yeah. So no matter what, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, no. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. To, Hold no. on. I got 10 if points. If Johnny gets the last question right, Johnny wins. What? Okay. I only yep. got... And if none of you guys get it, it's Colin. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're not up there. I did have some interesting facts about that Blink record, by the way. Yeah. Anima of the State sold 15 million records. I, I know. 15 That's fucking crazy. million. 15 million. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket yeah. is right behind with 14 million copies sold. And their brand new record, do you know how many copies of that? Know. That's uh, fucking not, 2 million? Uh, 600,000. Oh, not even. Oh my god, hasn't even hit a million. Yet. So, so garbage. Okay. But this new one, I keep sending him shit, and it's pissing him off. <laughs> Good. Like he he I'm has. Sorry, Colin, I'm block his I'm number sorry. if he keeps it up. <laughs> he he's um canceled everything he thought about Blink. Like he doesn't like anything from him now because of that. <laughs> Did you used to like him? Did Shit's you like the? Yeah, there was a time I liked it. I appreciated it. I get it. I get it. That's cool. But, totally, uh, totally cool. Yeah. I kind of thought I it was hard, cool to like him because time. it was not cool to like him. Yeah. You, so I was like, that's what got me into it. Was, everyone was like, oh, fuck them, blah, blah, blah. And I listened to Animal of the State, or Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, and I was like, that's pretty sick. And then the subtitle one, I liked that too because it was really different. Yeah, Animal of the State's really not a bad record, yeah. I don't think. It's just, it's not my thing, really, yeah. particularly. Like, I thought, like, I liked the music a lot, and like, but I, was, I always had a hard time with, like, the majority of their lyrics. Their lyrics are d- moronic. Yeah, like, so, absolutely like, designed and, and, yeah, for so I, the lowest common denominator. Yeah, so, yeah. like, but, Dude. like, they had catchy music, and I'd get hooked, and then I, like, 
fucking listening to some words. I'm like, dude, these dudes like, are cool. What do you guys like? Yeah. Listen to the, the what's the dude ranch? Read the lyrics to those songs, and you <laughs> just want to fucking punch yourself in your own face, like. Why did I just put those, that through my brainwaves, man? We, we played a show in Oakland and we busted out Waggy. Oh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> How did that go over? Okay. Did anybody good. know what it was? Yeah. Yeah, we played at a few cities and everyone knew it. Not everyone, Crazy. but there was someone okay. There was okay. someone there that was like... There was at least like, one. There was at least one that knew what we were playing. What it was? Were, okay. And they were really stoked. Next question I have, going back to songs and records and stuff that sold millions of copies... Tell me how the song Positivity 101 got on a Tony Hawk skateboarding video game. <laughs> speaking of selling out. Yeah, I'm, speaking I'm kidding, of selling I'm kidding. out. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> okay, so, so, I, yeah, so I wrote the song. It was, one of the, it was actually the first song I wrote when I, got, when I stopped doing drugs. Oh, okay, okay. And I named it Positivity 101 because every other song I would write was fucked up. And poor me, sad, blah, blah, blah. Like you are saying, just like a, a, a fucked up story yeah, or yeah. something like that. Okay. So yeah. I wrote, I wanted to write a, an up, a, kind of an uplifting change of time song. And I wrote Positivity 101. And then we recorded the song for the album regular. And we did what, what we thought you do when you're a band is like make a video for your record. And then I sent it to this dude in the UK uh, he has an Instagram channel called Punkers TV. Okay. And um, he featured our song on there. And uh, he really liked us. And then I sent him Later Dick's video. And he liked it. And then basically Tony Hawk reached out to him. Saw it through there, I guess. And then told So Tony him, Hawk actually saw the video for the song. Yeah. And liked it, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then he asked the dude, like, hey, I'm putting together a game. Um can you help me? I want to get some bands together for my new game. The special thing about that game was Tony Hawk handpicked all the songs, all the bands yeah. for that game. So yeah. that makes it pretty special, I would say. Like, right? I mean, yeah. he handpicked you guys, right? Yeah. So, Did like, he... oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So he's right up the street from us, and he saw us on a channel from the UK. And yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. He's he asking the like guy in UK, like. Right? What's up with these bands? And he tells them, you know, Sabende's. You should They're from San Diego. From San Diego. You track them down, and then here yeah. you go. Here's like here's Johnny's info or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right? so the guy uh, sends me a message and says, "Hey, I uh, hope you don't mind, but um, I gave Tony Hawk your. Uh, I told Tony Hawk about your band, and he's making a new game. Would uh, I hope you don't mind? I told him that you would be a good fit for his video game." I said, no, yeah, whatever. Here's our email. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I was like, cool. When I I remember being a kid fucking playing Pro Skater all the time. Oh, hell yeah. Being stoked. Anytime any one of those songs come on, I I automatically... You you instantly think of that game, I go back to that game and back to when I was uh, 15, smoking weed with my friends and playing (laughs) Pro Skater. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, he told me that and I was like, cool. And then um, one night I was drinking some coffee and doing some stuff around the house and I saw on my phone it says uh, an email from Tony Hawk, you know, in the notifications. And I, that's when I was kind of like, oh shit, cool. Hell, I kind of got excited. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, um, I would. <laughs> so when I was talking, so when I was talking to him, I, I was like, can I call you? Because I didn't, I didn't really believe it. I <laughs> kind of yeah, 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 like, did, but in my, my history I've learned just fucking 
talk to someone on, uh, the, in person right, or on right, the phone. Right, And uh, so I still didn't believe it until we got the check. And then I was like, all right, we're going to be in a Tony Hawk game. No shit. Yeah. So did he did he call you or did you nah, exchange numbers? He did not call me. He talks he talks to me. Like I, I uh, remember I talked to him trying to get on a bad religion show. Oh, you did good for you. Whatever. Yeah, that's all cool, man. Whatever. I was like. But they got in. We got in. Yeah, well, he, I go, hey, I know I'm, I might oh, be. Oh, play the show. Yeah, the show. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. to play the show. I said, hey, I know I'm going to sound really crazy. Because he would, like, write me back all the time. Because I told him, hey, thanks for everything, blah, blah, blah. And he'd always say, no, nah, dude, thank you so much for agreeing to be in my game. And I wanted to say, oh, no shit. Yeah, no shit, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, I was like, hey, I know I might sound crazy, but is there any chance that, you know, we could get on the Bad Religion show at... Because he was throwing a, a, a pro skater show, and Bad Religion was playing. Oh, okay. Is Bad the, Religion in that in that game too? They were in one of the older games. Yeah. You was on one of the games. I oh, remember it. I okay. loved that song because of the freaking game. No kidding. From playing the game, you remember that song? Yeah. I, yeah. Bad, I knew that song anyways, but that's one of my favorite songs. It's on a fucking video game that Crazy. I'm playing all the time. And uh, I was like, we live right down the street, like. I know I'm crazy, but it would fucking be. You, it would be can stoked. we play this show with you? <laughs> and uh, he wrote me back. He's like, "Yeah, dude, like I would love, but it's already booked up." And I was uh, like, I, "I figured that because it was like coming up. It was already they're already promoting it. It wasn't like okay. I knew anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When like I got some inside fucking shit. But he's like, but um, uh, come, I'll put you on the guest list and how many ever. So no kidding. Yeah, so we went. Rad. We went. Not calling. Not wah wah wah. <laughs> Old Colin over here. Old Colin. Colin, Colin's more true to the Ian McKay Fugazi style. I got it, you, Colin. You know? stayed away in protests. Then it's really <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I'm not going to some corporate rock fest bullshit yeah. thing. Like, and I by the way, Colin. tell him to take that song out of that fucking video game. Too. Yeah. Okay. So. I just had plans that night, man. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> would have totally won. I just had plans, man. <laughs> You guys so, but, but it was cool because I, I ended up downloading no, the game. <laughs> I downloaded the game and I played it until I saw it's kind of hard to play for me anyways. Sure, it's like remote control. Yeah, yeah. I slide my finger. Oh, but yeah, I played it and I tried game. to do good and shit. But then when our song came on and it even says seven, then no kidding, like it, it comes up. It yeah, says, yeah, just like just like Pro Skater when mm, it will pop up and right. rotation, dude, and on it the was bottom. Freaking cool! I'm That's playing crazy. this game That's and our song's on it. It's a Tony Hawk game. Question about playing and stuff. I heard a rumor there's supposed to be a Johnny uh, acoustic record coming out at some point. It is out. Oh, it is out? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Where have I been? <laughs> oh, shit. A few months back, right? Yeah. I have it on record. Okay. When did, what was the record called? I don't think it's called anything. It was called a. Is it just Johnny Cuz? Johnny Cuz and a, a Tim Frog. It's, a, it's, a, it's split. a split. Oh, it is a split. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, what, did you guys put it out yourself, or is it on a label, or what? It's uh, Paper Street Cuts, I guess, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, on Paper Street it's Cuts. Paper Street Cuts, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's only 60 of them. Basically, how that all started was I was going to play a, an acoustic show at Red Brontosaurus, with, and Davey Tiltwell was on the, the flyer with me. Yeah, yeah. And the show didn't happen, but I still got on a flyer with Davey Tiltwell. So oh, I was like, <laughs> so I left that post up. <laughs> I was really stoked about that flyer. It's badass. And uh, someone saw it and was like, hey, I see you're doing acoustic shows. And I'm all, yeah, you know. <laughs> you know? That's, my, that's what I do now. That's yeah, what so. I do, man. Yeah. And I was terrified, man. 
And they're like, that's gotta be rough playing. It's that's scary. Like a, yeah, playing without the it's band all, all behind you. Fuck that! I couldn't do that. Yeah, it's scary. I, I, I went into the studio, into the um, our studio, and my wife was like, "I want to go." I go, "No, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I feel weird. Just I want to learn how to sing, screen, sing with acoustic guitar. I don't know how to do it." But I eventually got it, and I'm, I'm comfortable now. Now you it. feel good. You feel. Yeah. Do you like playing acoustic now? Do you like? Are you, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you do it often or what? Uh, I played a show recently with Bridge City Centers, but I went on tour with it, and after that, I was like, this is easy. Piece of cake. Because How far did after, you go on the tour? I uh, went to like Arizona, Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, Just by yourself, pretty no, much? No, I went with the band Throw from Portland. Throw booked the tour, and they wanted Sevende to go. We couldn't make it, but we played four shows with them at Sevende, and I was like, just fucking around like hey i got an acoustic record i'll i could do the rest of the tour with you yeah i'll go finish it up yeah and uh yeah. they got back to me and they're like hell yeah I'm like Sick. cool cool so you had a good time doing I had a great it? time good all right yeah so the dude tim he's from a band called war fever he was like I'm, i got some acoustic songs we should do a split and oh okay. okay and when i'm afraid of things i just say yeah anyway <laughs> yeah you're just like yeah whatever i'll do it yeah, yeah. no problem yeah. and that kind of motivated me to to do it to challenge you challenge yourself to figure out yeah. how you're gonna do they're, it and all that they're all songs that Colin <laughs> passed on for Save Day anyway so are they are they is it old stuff Colin <laughs> <laughs> has an interesting look on his face like, what, the, what are you talking about <laughs> no not passed but they're they're Save Day songs that never made on the Save Day records basically gotcha so you're not playing like current Save Day songs or whatever no this is all like there's one yeah ones. there's one song that I that I didn't really plan on putting on a Save Day record but everyone else every other song I planned on but we just never got around to it gotcha it never, never kind of happened okay because they, right. they were too many I'm pretty sure it's because they were all in the key of C in the key of C yeah oh I mean <laughs> I mean <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh. You know, but I mean, all right. A lot of, a lot of the same riffage. A lot of the same, same progression. Okay, gotcha. They're, basically, my acoustic record is the same fucking song done different. Okay, gotcha. But it sounds gotcha. great. Yeah. It does. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Except yeah, for yeah. one song, the song called uh, Dead Inside. That's different than all the other songs. It's not, a, not like your typical Save Ending song? No, it's, a, like it's a more like a slower, country song. S- spookier country song. Interesting. Ghost yeah. Country. All right. Ghost Country. Let's call it Ghost Country. Ghost Country's great. Yeah, yeah. I can appreciate oh, something like that. They call me Colin. <laughs> <laughs> he has all the answers. Basically. Yeah, and I uh, I actually, with the acoustic stuff, they put me with like other acoustic, like folk, country punk stuff. On your tour? Well, no, I mean like... The fucking Blind Mountain Holler. I played shows with them. Because of the homies. That's the homies. Yeah, never mind. It's not, It's because they're my friends. Of French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all right, so th- this really is the last question. Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, here they all come. Okay. <laughs> Natives are getting restless over here. So, um, Last question. What do you guys want to see happen with the save ending? Where, what kind of path are you guys on now, do you feel like? And where do you see it going? What's what? What do you what do you want to see happen with Save End Day? I need to heal first. This is true. But you're on your way. You're on your way. Because we yep. should have probably recorded the what nine ten songs we have already. Because usually we record in the but we will winter. We will. We will. Well, no, but we had like a roll going. But like I said, I had to yeah. do this. Sure. So yeah. Ono had we uh, shoulder like, surgeries. So. We, we write and record in the winter, and then no, we record in spring. We write everything while we were playing shows in su- summer and. 
summer, fall, winter. Right, and fall, yeah, the fall and winter. Hits, we, you're ready to hit it and yeah. put out a So good we got record. another record written, but we're trying to figure out how we want to do it. But I mean, time. we haven't played those songs in a minute, so yeah. chances are when we play them again, we might find like a cooler way to play them. You yeah. might change things around. That might actually be a good thing, Because like, too. we'll be super so fresh. You're coming at like, it fresh. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and like that's what I'm kind of looking hopeful towards. However, like I want to, me personally, and I've discussed this with amongst us, but I want to do like a, like a much raw sounding recording. I want to do one that's like, I don't know, like less, less, less like, studio, less polished yeah, kind of thing, more, and more. more like how we sound. More, I want to capture our energy more. More of a live thing, kind of in a way. So. Yeah, essentially. You know, like I want to like uh, best translate that over a record. Sure, what you sound like live, what your live show is. Yeah. Get just, as close as you can to, to that and put it out on a record. Yeah, just make, like, I guess like for lack of a better description, like just a, a dirtier sounding record. Sure, okay, more raw kind of. Yeah. Yeah, okay, got it, got it, that's cool. And like, I don't know, I, I feel hopeful that we're going to like continue growing as as, as friends like and, and making like different sounding music along the same realm. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, it sounds like from record to record, you guys have definitely grown. With the last, the newest record, the 2018, right? And then the record before that was 2017. I think there's leaps and bounds between those two records in a good way, upwards, you know? So I'd be really curious to see what you guys have coming out next. I could only see you kind of growing and growing from there. So, but do you guys feel that? Do you feel like the band has definitely made not necessarily like improvements in the way you sound but kind of a i always fucking hate to say this word like a maturing of your sound like it's growing and changing a little bit while still holding true to the same ideals that you've always had like kind of a punk ideal but now like i was telling you it sounded like you guys have a little bit more of that kind of mature like san diego vibe in your songs where things get a little weird but rad weird in a rad way is what i mean I like weird. Uh, weird's yeah. good if it all yeah. works together, right? Weird's yeah. not good if you put out like a Perry Ubu record or something like that. You know what I mean? Which, have you heard yeah. that before? Yeah, I used to get high and listen to that shit. Right, it's gnarly, <laughs> but you, the, the non-high brain can't This old junkie guy was like that, really into think. it. Really? He was yeah. like, you gotta check out Parubu, Tom. Oh, okay. God. I, didn't, I didn't know what he was talking about. Here, do some acid, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, no, we do speedballs and fucking... He'd, like, oh, he'd, fuck. He'd put, like, yo, check out Parubu, man. Oh, boy. He'd give me some cocaine so and we'd fucking go to town. That's a bad combination. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like... But he turned me on to some, like, the Stranglers and, like, old Stooges, you know. Like, That's cool. That's great. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. back to Savende. Gotcha. This is a subject at hand. Yeah. So, I yes. feel like we're growing. I don't know. Cause just because of the songs that we've been writing, like uh, there's a little bit more depth to them, I'd say. Yeah, you, and you guys have been playing together for um, how long now? I mean, or uh, seven years, eight years? I, I think me and Colin have been playing together for ten years. Ten years altogether, and then right? with, uh, with Ono? Something. 14, so I so got, six, I got six years. About yeah. six with these guys. I mean, so that's that's a yeah. long time. Yeah, you definitely yeah. going to expect... So do you, you want to see it kind of keep growing, improving? I mean, expanding and growing as a band. It, well, definitely seeing like the stuff that me and Colin have been sitting down and writing recently is definitely harder or anything like that. It's just grown but in the way we write. It's music. hard to put that into it words because I hate even saying, like, you guys are improving. Like, that means 
at some point. Well, you know what though? Every band at some point yeah, because wasn't that good. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, and I don't want to say you guys were at a point where you guys weren't good. I just want to say like we but every band is like that, you but know. We've so. grown up in the sense of being together for the past six years. Right. And you work together and, better and, and, and the longer keep, you keep at it. But we always just had fun though. I mean it, like for instance he's he can play drums, this guy. So let's say he has a riff and say, hey, I have this. So I'll start playing something. He goes, well, I was thinking this. Okay. That's kind oh, of there you I go. Am. Okay, And cool. that's, that's a stoke for me. It's like, okay, because I was thinking this, but I like what you thought. It's always good or to get somebody else's input. Or the other way around. Input, yeah. Oh, I was thinking this, but I like what you did. Yeah, he does yeah, that to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does that to me. And that's what's like, so what, much fun. Like, I'll write a song already in my, I'll hear the drums in my head. And then I'll start playing it, and he'll do something that I never even thought that of. That you didn't envision or And picture. it turned yeah. into a completely yeah. different song. By so, the way, at Fest, they had nothing but great things to say about you. All right. So, yeah. I had so yeah. yeah. Fest. Right? You guys did. Fest was a blast. <laughs> that was fun. We this had a good guy time. killed it <laughs> at Fest. a blast, yeah. dude. Yeah. It was so much fun. I would wake up, and he was gone. He was just out going just to art. around, having a I had time. the rent car, so I was like, text. His... Call me when you want me to pick you guys up. I'm already here. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I had a blast. I freaking enjoyed myself. Yeah, that was a good time. All right. More touring? Do you guys see more touring in your future, you think? Would you like to? Do you guys like touring? We'd like to. It's just so hard scheduling. Like, for instance, me with kids. Life, work, kids. And the job I have would allow it, but it's just, it's, I'm new and it's, it's, it's hard. Like, but we did that 10-day tour, and it was so much goddamn fun. Oh, you had a good time. We, okay. we did a weekend tour before summer, and that was freaking fun. So I can see us kind of doing that, too, a little more. Doing more shorter things, do like a week here, three or a long weekend there, or three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're gotcha. talking about doing a, a, a Midwest one mm. this summer. Well, good. Okay. And like you said, you got a record maybe in the works. But the main thing about you guys is... Having a good time, mm-hmm. hanging out with oh, each yeah. other, doing your thing, right? Yes. I mean, is that a fair thing to say? No, yeah. totally. That's great. Oh, that's the totally. feeling I get from you guys. And so. we will see everyone this year at La Escalera Fest. La Escalera Fest is going to be a great time. <laughs> we're yes. going to see all yes. our friends. Uh, yeah, we're going to play that, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's hit you guys with the last question in the trivia series. Here we go. This one's pretty tough. It sounds like it might be kind of easy, but it's not. Should I get closer to the buzzer? I don't know. You can. Oh, yeah, get ready. Let's get ready to rock here. Okay. What is the meaning of the band Fugazi? Damn. Me? Oh, no. It's like fake. It's Fugazi. Mm, It's fake. No. No, shit. Johnny. Fucked up, got ambushed, zipped in. Fucking Johnny nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny got it, man. I remember I, Johnny for the win. Johnny just won. I can't believe it. Johnny won. I yeah. came up here. I told you I'm like I got calling and oh no, no problem. Johnny got sure himself. Apparently didn't need us. I got zero. <laughs> oh, I got points, but no, no, you did well, man. Johnny though. came in in the, the last round. Question <laughs> six and seven. Johnny <laughs> took the whole thing. Didn't even know that. You didn't know that. <laughs> now do you know. Hey, do you know where that comes from? Do you know what that is? Vietnam. Yeah, or do what? It was a book specifically. Okay. It was a book by a guy. Yeah, it meant fucked up, got ambushed, zipped in, zipped like zipped in. Yeah, a body bag. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. Shit, Mom. And Ian McKay said the inspiration for that was from a book called Nam, and this has a long S title, Nam, the Vietnam War in the Words of the Men and Women Who Fought There. It was written by Mark Baker and first published in 1981, the other meaning of the word, but supposedly it's not for Fugazi, the name Fugazi mm. for the band yeah. isn't that meaning. It's Italian. like fake joy in Italian it's slang fugazi. for fake. Yeah, it's a Fugazi. <laughs> You've seen a Donnie Brasco, obviously. So. Forget about it. Yeah, forget. 
and uh, the fugazi. It's a fugazi. That's what so I always that's, thought it meant. So yeah, I never heard that. Me neither until today doing the trivia questions. I, I was How sure, the hell dude. did you know that? How did that's you do that? Bad. I learned that from my friend Quinn when I was sixteen. No kidding. And I, I, rem- I don't know you why. You remembered that. Pop- wow, when you man. said it, I go, oh, I know this. Oh, no, That's I was great. so sure. I was so sure. Well, I mean, I was yeah, so sure. Me too. Looking at what you said. I was like, I'm going to look at this. I'll wow. make this one of the easy questions. I go, if we got no way. Oh, it's like, fuck, no, what the fuck is this? Like, I've never heard that before. Oh, yeah, that's going to be the end question then. Yeah, that was the first one I looked at, too. Dude, so. that was hero status right there. That is, man. Seriously. Johnny, leader of the band. I knew it was an acronym. I just, I just couldn't. Couldn't remember okay. exactly what. That's a hard one to remember, I man. Yeah. That's, right. I thought you knew that. That's why well, I, I, I raised it. All right. Okay. Hey. Hey. Here we go. Okay, he, Johnny's going home tonight leader. with an autographed picture of the host of the I Want to Party with Bob podcast. And you want it. Bob. Yes. I'm so stoked that I got that picture. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for thank coming you. on. Yeah, we're all done. So, thank you. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Woo. Yeah.
Hello, I'm back. Came back just to say goodbye. Pretty much. Thank you, Johnny Collin and Ono of Save Van Day. I really, really appreciate you guys coming up and talking to me. It was so rad. It was super rad. Thank all of you for listening to this episode of the Bobcast. I really do appreciate it. Remember, in these days, please support the bands that you love, especially the DIY bands. Really important. Also, please support those small independent businesses wherever you can. It's very important to them as well. A lot of DIY bands and small businesses are hurting really bad right now. Please do what you can to keep all the good stuff you love going. That's all I really want to say. Some of the small businesses that have my support and also support the Bobcast are Plan 9 Ale House, Sticker Junkie, Red Brontosaurus Records, 3110 Printing, Mouse and Monkey Button Company, and Gravebound Clothing. Links to all these people are on my website. Check them out. It'd be really awesome for you guys to support them. I would appreciate it. I'm going to leave you with the Save and Day song, I Need Money, and what a song it is. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Bobcast. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review The Bobcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Here is the wonderful Save Vende with the song, I Need Money. Thanks again, Save Vende, and thanks again for listening.